Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I just had to eat a couple of mini meringues because I was full. I was so sleepy. So I was like, get some sugar. And hopefully I sound a bit more peppy than I felt. I think that this is actually a really good bit of you sounding peppy. <laughs> what might not last very long. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a major, like, what are they called? Crash. Sugar crash. So when you drink Red Bull and you're just going to have like a... Yeah. yeah. So here we go. Part Diva. Hello, hello. It's Diva O'Clock. And welcome to the Diva Debrief, a kind of book club for everyone's favourite monthly Diva magazine. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. My name is Rachel Shelley. And my name is Victoria Broom. And I want to talk about why I hate the word lesbian. What? You hate the word... Really, Victoria, you don't hate the word. I thought you loved the word lesbian. No, I love the word lesbian. I love the word lesbian. But there's an article in this month's Diva magazine that is very bold that says why I hate the word lesbian. Wow. So I really want to talk about that. When I kind of saw that, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, not sure how I feel about that. Um, and it's by Beth Lewis. I don't hate the word lesbian. Good. But Beth Lewis... Hates the word lesbian. Quite bold for a LGBTQIA plus woman and non-binary person magazine to open the magazine and read that. I have always fully embraced the word lesbian. And maybe that's because I had a very different experience of the word lesbian. But also kind of when I came out, which was many, many moons ago, there was really only L and G in the rainbow it was lesbian and gay and then the b and then the t and then all all the rainbow letters kind of followed after that i feel that the word lesbian has led the way for queer women to be able to express different words and different labels we shouldn't forget those people that led the way to be able to pull away from the word lesbian or to use the word lesbian everything is always a work in progress. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. lesbian then and lesbian now, the term. Yeah. We're always moving and we always think now, we know best now. But in another 10 years, things will have moved on again. To be able mm. to look at yourself 
within that perspective of history to see where you are, it's quite hard. It's quite hard to see. I actually was with a really, really good friend of mine that I caught up with at the weekend. She's just done this fantastic play about a lesbian couple. When she was doing a talk on one of the major radio stations and calling herself a queer woman, and she had a major backlash from women of a certain age that were going, oh, she's just jumping on the bandwagon. She felt a lot of shame from that and I was like why do you feel shame Mm. this label doesn't define you it's your own lived journey and experience and that's what I found really interesting about the article is that I've always embraced the word lesbian but some people haven't and it's like the word queer queer not even that long ago was used as a really derogatory term for gay people and a lot of people don't like the word queer and a lot of people refuse to use the word queer because of the negative connotations that they had and I just think it's really interesting everybody's individual journeys and how they want to label themselves so I found that article really interesting but I was a bit like Oh, when I saw the headline, I was like, oh, dear. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Beth Lewis, the writer of that article, she's a novelist. Her latest book is The Origins of Iris. And she says that of the alphabet rainbow, lesbian is the only one that's actually a noun. Because the others are adjectives. And I get that. You are a lesbian but it's not often that you say someone is a gay no no it's usually they are gay you can say they are lesbian i mean it's all semantics i suppose yeah it is quite interesting that it's a noun maybe that's just yeah well clearly for some people it's too limiting i do find it really fascinating how things evolve and a lot of women that really kind of identifies lesbian don't use the word lesbian as well because of certain negative connotations that they had when they were growing up so it's really interesting to see if we will ever actually get rid of labels but then I think labels do give you a sense of kind of identity it does it does for me I mean that's not yeah just who I am obviously exactly and I wonder if it is an age thing and yeah perhaps the thing that Beth mentions is that when the l word came along how it just completely transformed this label of lesbian yeah obviously I was part of that show but obviously I wasn't responsible for that it's quite incredible to think the effect of that tv show if that is the case that it changes the word Mm -hmm. for a generation like yours Victoria they have a different experience of the word lesbian because when I was a kid you know it did have far more negative connotations yeah i think you're right yeah it's the same as the word queer there were negative connotations mm. where oh she's such a loser or she's, you know all of that type of stuff but i've embraced that and i've gone yes i am you know mm. and i don't want to see a negative in that it's really interesting how it's all changing it is on the cover we have young ma oh yes such a strong cover such a strong interview oh. you can hear the full interview with young ma and nick Krasara. i edited it and gosh it's fascinating how she sounds when she's chatting she chuckles and she laughs and she sounds like this really sweet sort of young like cool she sounds cool she sounds cool but she also sounds really sweet I think yeah really sweet it's quite a strong contrast with the image that she portrays there's a lot of music in next week's episode with young MA as well but let's just have a little listen as a trailer to that episode, and then we'll have a chat about it. Oh! I'm just young and made an artist. Oh! 
And you're often referred to as this trailblazing um, lesbian rapper who's, you know, broken all of these milestones. But, um, no, 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 not a lesbian rapper. These haters on my body, shake them all. Yeah, I was about to say, like, am I right in believing that you don't use this label? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't use that as a label. I'm just young and made an artist. I'm just young and made. That's why it makes sense for me always. I never put that, that tag in front of my name because that's not who define, that's not what defines me. I'm a, I'm, I'm a lot of things. I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> These haters on my body, shake them all. I still appreciate you performing um, songs about, you know, women loving women and all of that. Yeah, that's kind of like my thing is just being real. It's not, it's not nothing to put in nobody to make them do. Like when I make my music, I don't make my music to make people do like that, like be, be a lesbian. It's like, no, I really like her. Like I really have a great friends. Really have a girlfriend. Like I love women, and that's just me. Just like a man would talk about his woman, a woman talk about her. Woman. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like you know, like I need to be called anything to like evaluate that or have to initiate that to anybody. I don't believe in what the world believes. I believe in my own belief, and that's how I move. I'm moving on in my bubble, and whenever I decide to stick my arm out, oh, and that's what I do. Oh. I saw that you call your fans and supporters the map. I was wondering what your relationship with your fans is like and how this name came to be. Um, the map? Yeah. Sorry, my English yeah. accent. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, bad I always like created like that type of like bond with them. Like it was always been like a, a family bond with them. You know what I mean? Like, I always put that forefront when it came to my music and stuff like that. Like, I kind of bring them into my life and my world. I really don't believe in fans. Like, I don't believe in fans. Like, my supporters is like my family. So, like, anytime I'm, like, taking a break or anything like that, and, you know, they can't wait. Like, they, they literally be patient for me, even though they get on, get on my ass sometimes. But, you know what I mean? I get a lot of support, a lot of streams, a lot of love, and just to be independent and itself still to these days. You know, just a dope experience to know that I still got my big ones, you know, always did. Game with me, yeah, I keep like eight around. Even when you think they ain't around, they around. So that's why I call them the mob, because it's like family, you know. The mob is like a family. Thinking about my next move and my thinking chip. I don't know what LGBT artist is. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I just, if they artists, they artists. They dope, they dope. Girl, I like to eat. I hope you like to cook, cook. I know it's a lot of dope people out there, so keep going, keep going. If I made it, you can do it. Teacher said you'll never make it. Turn my textbook to a checkbook. I put food on the table. And I did that without a cookbook. If they dope, they dope. Niggas told me get on that drill shit. I said, respectfully. I was wondering how you deal with homophobia in the, in the industry, but also in the world in general. I'm off the yacht. Got a lot on my mind. Time is money, and if you don't get it, you're wasting my time. Just drink some yak. Just drink some yak. I'm sure y'all get that, too. I'm a storage now, not yet. But I don't believe it. All of them treasures, that's why I, I don't just know, I'm just, I don't know, I just, I have my ways, man. A lot of people understand me. 
back to the real just bought me a vet and still ain't signed to a deal because like i don't always like to say too much because people have their own way of going about things me i'm more so like i don't i try not to let things affect me and i try not to go into anything that i know will affect me like any trauma anything the queen of my city i'm just like really like a person that just really thinks about the next move all day every day it's brooklyn it's red life I could kind of listen to her voice like a day and feel super relaxed and chilled. Yeah. <laughs> her article in the magazine is actually really fascinating because it links back to labels. Nick kind of asked her about being an LGBT plus artist. And she was like, I don't know what an LGBTQ artist is. If you're an artist, they're an artist. If they're dope, then they're dope. So I just loved that. I love that. I don't like to be defined as a lesbian actor. I'm, a, I'm an actor. That has been my mantra for the last week or so since I edited that interview with Young M.A. I've just been going around going, if you're dope, you're dope. If you don't, I, I love it. She says, <laughs> I never put that tag, meaning lesbian, in front of my name because that's not what defines me. I'm a lot of things. I'm not a lesbian. It's great. But then she goes on to say, I really have a girlfriend. I love women. Just like a man talking about his woman, a woman talking about a woman. I don't need to be called anything to evaluate that. Yeah. And it is great. I mean, maybe this is, as we were saying, the next step of the evolution is not having labels at all. We've yeah. touched on this before, like just being pansexual. I, li I like that. People have said to me, you know, how do you label yourself? I am a lesbian. A lot of people do use the umbrella term of queer, which is great because that can mean anything. It can mean anything you want it to be. It can mean queer lifestyle. It can mean anything. Mm. It is fascinating mm. how the rainbow letters constantly evolving. I think it's great. Constantly. There's another article that I love in the magazine this month, and it's about queer women of drag. Now, you know, I like to talk about mm. a little bit about mm. drag. And yes. I do think mm. it's sad that drag mm. kings and queer women's drag isn't talked about as much international drag day did you know rachel is july the 17th yes. international drag day july 17th so i think we should all get our drag on it's trake and rupaul's drag race 12 years 12 years people wow. to get a cisgendered lesbian woman as a drag queen and i saw victoria scone at the rainbow honors she is hilarious and gorgeous just has this incredible energy about her she is better and as good as any drag queen i've ever seen and i've seen my fair few bit of drag she's brilliant it's like why does it have to be limited to men dressing up as beautiful right. hilarious yeah. women like i don't i don't understand here's a question Go on. do you get many straight men who dress up and do drag? I don't know. I'm actually assuming that... Yes, because of the campness. It's all, it's all gay men. And likewise, is it drag kings? Are they always gay or queer women? Or? I don't think so, actually. You know, I've seen a couple of drag kings. Queer women have been doing drag since, I think in, in the magazine, it says something like the 1800s mm -hmm. or something. I mean, if you look at Tipping the Velvet, Keely Halls and Rachel Sterling are in drag. You know, a moustache and everything. It's not so shocking to see women dressing up as men because so many women dress androgynously anyway. Don't you think? Do you think? Mm. I often think I can dress very androgynously, you know, jeans, T-shirt, that kind of thing. That's quite standard. Catherine Tate, I guess, does a bit of mm. drag. Yeah. I do think that Drag Race, 
isn't just limited to men dressing as dressing up as women drag race should lead yeah. the way and allow drag kings to come on absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah let's see i'm putting it out there to the universe obviously as you say it's been going on for forever men playing women women playing men that's what for example shakespeare his troop of actors back in his day, back in that day. Back in the day. <laughs> back in ye olde day, they were men playing women. Yes, yeah, that's because women weren't allowed. Like, women weren't allowed. Men yeah. playing all the roles. But it allowed for a whole load of innuendos and puns of men who were dressed up as women. And then the characters they were playing yeah. were playing men. So the, the, the cross-dressing was like off the chart yeah and they're all flirting with each other and anything goes as in yeah. as you like it it's all been going on yeah in different formats and different levels of society different acceptance but now women can rule the world we should rule the world and i think that they should allow drag kings on rupaul's drag race of course they should <laughs> come on the beyond borders this month comes from the philippines from marby and it's a very sweet piece all about her life in the philippines and the Philippines are generally quite open to LGBTQIA culture. Lesbian and bi people are allowed to serve openly in the military, but there is no legal recognition of same-sex marriage. Marriage is still seen as between a man and a woman. That's the family code of the Philippines. But if you go way back in their history, the 17th and 18th century, before the Philippines was colonized by the Spanish conquistadors. That's a nice word. But before that time, gay women were known as these babalans and they were typically women. Babalans. I like that word. Babalans. Yeah, these were typically women who acted as shaman. They were healers, negotiators, hugely respected in the community, leaders, cross-dressing males who were queer could also become Bay Balans. Anyway, it's Bay very interesting. The Spanish came along with their Catholicism and just persecuted them and almost wiped them out. When you were explaining that, my mind was going to Wonder Woman. <laughs> the island <laughs> yes, of the women yes. in Wonder Woman. Actually, I thought Wonder Woman was great. And I was in the second one. So, Ooh. But it does take me to that world of just joyous, amazing Amazonian women that are just ruling the world and have these powers. And in my head, they were all gay in Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have this stereotypical, well, I do, image of the Spanish conquistadors. Conquistadors. Imagine the macho extreme of that coming across these cross-dressing queer men and these gay women. They would have hated it, everything that they stood for. Anyway, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating history that I didn't know anything about. No, I feel like I've had a really good history lesson just then. Thank you, Rachel. Let's have a listen. Yes, please. Let's have a listen to Marby from the Philippines. Diva. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello, everyone. It's really excited to listen to my little coming out story. Thank you for all the support. My name is Marbian and I'm I'm 25 years old. I'm currently living in the Philippines, specifically in Iloilo City, Philippines. And Iloilo is located in the center of the Visayas part of the Philippines. So Iloilo for me is a great city. It is an amazing bustling city. I actually love it because it is a city, but it's less highly urbanized than other cities in, in the Philippines. I love how, how Iloilo City have gave me wings to be free, to express myself, to let other people know that I am queer, I am not straight. It just literally gave me freedom. Freedom to be myself. So I'm very thankful for Iloilo. Iloilo is a very gender, gender neutral city. Like I haven't felt that I was being discriminated or segregated from straight people. So I am thankful that Philippines is not that that Iloilo city doesn't display any discrimination. At the age of five, after losing my mom, I don't have any persons to look up to, especially in the LGBTQIA community. I was the usual kid that plays Barbies, race cars, and everything. I was a gender-neutral 
uh, like I play everything I'm disregarding if it's a girl thing or a boy thing I was just having some crushes at the age of 10 to 15 years old all of them are very mature I was 13 when when I fell in love madly in love with my crush but she doesn't know that I love her I just love her from afar she was 25 or 26 years old back then so yeah I don't really know myself of how I am very attracted to mature women but I know that they're just absolutely amazing when I was in university I actually uh, tried to let myself clear that I am not straight but I am queer I have these two friends of mine who was who was very close to me we were in a cafe and we were just ordering and I said uh, please sit down I just want to take this opportunity to tell you that I am not straight but I am queer and they were actually shocked and they just asked me of when did that happen and I said since I was little I know that I am I'm different for I didn't classify myself as queer, lesbian, or bi, or whatever gender in the LGBTQIA community I was. I just know to myself that I love women. My friends are still my friends. I'm actually thankful that my friends are very supportive of me. I'm just thankful that I have friends that understood me for who I am, that I said nothing has changed. I am still me. I am still Marby. The difference is that I am attracted to women. And not to men. I was, I think, 18 back then when I told my father that I wasn't straight. And he said to me, yes, I knew that you weren't straight. I could sense it. I could feel it. And I said, you're not mad. Like, how did you know? And my father just told me that I know when you were in high school, the way you act. I am thankful that even though my father can't fully provide for us, I was very thankful that my father is very supportive of me. Even now at work, I am thankful that some of my colleagues knew and respect that I am not straight. But there are some people that even though that they are gays or they are example part of the community they are having that that double standards that okay you like women and you won't be probably get a joke when a gay colleague of mine well some green jokes like that which is it's highly inappropriate because we're in a workplace somehow even though you're part of the lgbtqia community some of the people doesn't doesn't honestly uh, acknowledge that we are also part of the community too. Besides about that, I'm just actually thankful of myself and my friends and my family that uh, they understood me. I am currently now happy in a long-distance relationship with my girlfriend who is currently uh, in Poland. Other than that, I am not actually minding kind of double standards that my gay co-worker jokes every time because I am queer.
I guess somehow uh, we can't get the best of both worlds in work and in personal life but it's okay uh, I'm just thankful for what I have right now some of the people here in the Philippines are very close-minded with regards to being part of the LGBTQIA community because I know that Philippines is very highly Catholic we have been colonized by the Spaniards actually wanted soon to get back to the community to have that impactful actions to the community the LGBTQIA community just to spread the love and the awareness that we in the LGBTQIA community exist non-discriminatory actions like we all know that we don't want any special treatments but we just wanted to be acknowledged Have a great and a wonderful day. Bye! It's so lovely to hear her because she's 25. She's a queer woman in the Philippines. It sounds like she's loving life, which is brilliant. What I loved is when she talks about, it reminded me of my family, is when she talks about how supporting her father was, saying, look, I've known that you were because you were different and he was very supporting. And I think that's really lovely. It's really lovely, isn't it? So thank you for sending that in to us. That was lovely. Very lovely piece because I say to people, you know, tell me everything that you want to tell me hopes and fears dreams desires anything she's so positive because even when she touches upon this co-worker they're very inappropriate the jokes and so on she says well can't have everything i suppose oh it's really nice yeah what a sweetheart mm. what a sweetheart yeah i want to take us into the world of what's been going on in the LGBTQI news. a lot been going on. So first of all, I think we should talk about Rebel Wilson. I love that yes. she owned the fact that this stupid newspaper was mm. like threatening to out her. And she went, you know what? And she did it herself. Yes. In this day and age, that is yes. so unfair and cruel but just a shout out to rebel wilson yes. for being brave and standing up and just being like this is my story to tell not yours amazing amazing and it's lovely and i'm glad that she's found love and and happiness and it's just it's just very what lovely did she say my disney princess i thought i was looking for a prince turns out it was a princess i mean isn't that lovely oh that's just lovely and then also dame kelly holmes has come out these wonderful incredible women that are in the limelight are coming out and then the younger generations can just see happiness yes and you can be all these things it's just great that there are more women in the limelight as in yeah. rebel wilson is an a-lister to come out these are women that are leading the way for other women not everywhere in the world is that the case the stuff that's mm. constantly going on in saudi arabia that persecutes lgbtqi plus people does make you Realise how, how lucky I am and, and, and other people to be able to be open and honest and themselves. Because at the same time, th things like that happen. These women who can come out and be open and just control their own stories in the media. And then you have yeah. some of the most ridiculous. Honestly, if it wasn't so sad, it's almost funny. Things like rainbow toys are banned in Saudi Arabia. I mean, come on. 
I didn't have any rainbow toys growing up and I turned into a lesbian. Oh! So what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, a rainbow toy is not going to... it Like, oh, honestly, just it just it... makes me... It makes me mad. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. Like, what are they going to do every time there's a rainbow in the sky? You're going to, like, try and cover it up in case I know. it turns them gay? It's a natural occurrence. You God know what, though, sake. Rachel? Oh. We are so lucky to be able to have this freedom of speech because there are queer people and LGBTQI plus people that are in Saudi Arabia. You know, they're being persecuted on a daily basis. Mm. And it's just terrifying, really, that we share the same world as I know stuff like that that's going on I know. where they think that a rainbow toy promotes rainbow homosexuality toy. I mean for goodness they sake they say it contradicts public morals and promotes homosexual colours targeting oh, the younger it. generation oh. it's a rainbow oh my goodness I just I can't get over the ludicrous it's ludicrous it's absolutely ludicrous when i was at school sex education was always about a man and a woman and putting a condom on a banana which i always <laughs> skipped i was never in those classes a rainbow toy is not going to make a child gay I mean, you're gay or you're not it is it's like something from some kind of parallel universe it's like something a joke you'd see in some terrible comedy and just think oh, that's just i so know but unfortunately it's not a joke and unfortunately it's not a joke because it's so ludicrous similarly united arab emirates banned the lightyear film because there's a same-sex kiss which i have to say i saw that film on saturday we loved it. I thought I, but I love Toy Story and I love Buzz Lightyear. Mm. But I don't even remember the kiss. Yes, there's a lovely storyline about same-sex couple and they have a daughter. And... Oh, wonderful! Well done, well done, Pixar. It's, it's really nice. But I, I don't even remember the kiss. This is what's so strange. It must have been so fleeting. It's Toy Story. They're not going to have like some full-on make-out session. It's clearly aimed at children. How they could ban this entire film. It's a different world, Rachel. Honestly. A different world. They said it, it was in violation of the country's media content standards. Blah, is all mm. I say. Blah to that. Oh, dear. Terrible. What's really, really sad is that these things that we are like, is that mm. real? Uh, is real to some people living in that. It is real. If you can hear us in the LGBTQI plus family in Saudi Arabia or in the United Emirates, you have a family. You have a family with you us. Certainly do. And and if you would like to contribute and be a even greater part of the family, then get in touch because I'd love to hear your story. Even if you've lived there once and have now left. Yeah. Get in touch. Yeah. There's an intriguing article. <laughs> There's an intriguing article this month in Diva magazine, which is about the queer allure of vampires. Now, I want to ask you, Victoria. Me? Okay. Have you ever really been into vampires? Buffy, Twilight? Uh, no, I've not. I'm not into vampires. Actually, blood kind of makes me just go... <laughs> it's the only time that it was... A little bit sexy. Yeah. Was Susan Sarandon <laughs> and our lovely friend of uh, Diva, Sophie Ward, David Bowie in The oh, Hunger. Yes. So, listeners, if you've not watched that, it's a, it, and you're, it's hot. Ah. <laughs> well, it's funny because vampires 
I don't get it. I don't, I have to admit, I don't get it with vampires. I don't understand. I don't think it's a queer thing, though. I think it's a thing. This is what Eleanor Noyce says in the article. So she asks within the article, why do queer women love vampires? Because they're sexy as hell, subversive, and non-conforming. Is, is that because of Twilight? Because of Kirsten Stewart in Twilight. Is that what started the whole queer women loving vampire things? I think it's chicken and egg. Is it a chicken and egg situation or a blood and tooth situation? You know, what came first? I don't know. I don't know because also true blood. I don't think it's limited to queer women. I know a lot of women that are secretly into vampires. Mm, I wonder what that's about. (laughs) I think if they actually met a real vampire that wanted to suck their veins, I think it might be a different story. Although, you know, each to their own, I guess. If they met a real vampire. That's like one of those... What is, what's that game that people play? Would you rather? So would you rather? Would you rather a okay, real wait, wait, vampire wait, 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 wait. I want to or... play it. I want to play it. Would you rather go on a dinner date with... A vampire or a werewolf. But the werewolf before they turn into a werewolf. Oh my God, you're really thinking about it. I think, I think a werewolf. I think a werewolf. I'd be fascinated to talk to them about what it's like to have this double identity. The turn. And then if you could see them turn. I've never really been into vampire films, but I did love that American Werewolf in London. I loved that film. That film I loved. That's a werewolf movie though. That's not a vampire movie. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'd rather have dinner with a werewolf. Oh, oh, you're into werewolves. No, I can't. Ah. I'm not into them. I see. But if I was offered on a play a vampire or a werewolf, I think I'd go with the werewolf. Rachel Shelley is into werewolves. (laughs) You know what it is, though? I do think that female vampires have always been portrayed as very sexual. They're always Mm, a bit Mm. lesbian. (laughs) Always. Whereas the male vampires, they're not very sexual. Sexual, I mean, are they? You're the one to answer that. I don't know. Although you're into werewolves, so I'm not into werewolves. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. I suppose I'm thinking of like these old black and white vampire, like N- Nosferatu. Yes, Nosferatu. Yeah, all of that. They're not sexy. I don't think anyone. No. Oh no. god, no. I think it's from Twilight. That's yeah, where I think it stems from. I think from. so as well. I do remember on the set of L Word. There was a lot of Twilight book action. And I remember thinking, what? You're reading what? After all of that, what else is happening this month, Rachel? Apart from the full interview with Young M.A., which plays next week. Yes! Which I have to say is a really interesting listen. You can read the magazine. But until you hear her interacting with Diva Magazine's Nick, I, I think you really see a different side. And I think you'll be surprised when you hear it. And there's a lot of great music in there as well. So if you're a fan of Young M.A., I think definitely tune in next week to hear that. We're also celebrating the Women's Euros, which is football. Woo! And we've got an episode all about Brockwell United, Go Swans, a women's football team in South London. And we have the wonderful Juno Dawson. She has a new book out, her first adult Oh, well done, Juno. Novel. Yeah. Well, that sounds like it's a super busy month. It is a super busy month, you know, as well as International Drag Day, July 17th. July 14th is International Non-Binary Day. Oh, brilliant. Good. Yay. 
Oh, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> this pod is coming out, and just after it comes out, I will be marching in Pride in London this year. Whee! Whee! With some fabulous, Woo! fabulous, wonderful humans that I'm marching with for a charity. And I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it, actually. I've got my walking shoes ready. And will you come back and tell us all about it next month, Victoria? I will. It's just a great, big, huge celebration of love. Absolutely. And you know what? This month, it's been really heartwarming, actually. I think I've seen more solidarity across the country this year than any other year. So I'm... I have to say, I felt very positive about that. So, yes to getting your rainbow flags out, everybody. And on that note, listeners, we hope you have a lovely, yeah. lovely July. And if you are heading to London Pride on Saturday, the 2nd of July, have a fantastic time. Look out for Victoria. Woo! And we'll see you next month on the Diva Debrief. Happy Pride. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva. Queers for your ears in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 